talking about everything to do with being an independent hairdresser and how that kind of landscape has changed over time where once independent hairdressers were seen as probably not the most prestigious people in our industry there's been a real shift so the independent hairdressers are actually leading the way they're editorial stylists they're flexible They've got an amazing work-life balance and Katie and Remo are going to talk to you about what it's like to be an independent hairdresser and the tools that set you up for success as one. So without any further ado, over to Katie and Remington. Remo, it's been, I think, maybe 13 years since we worked together. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. Time flies by big time. I know, and I was I was just making notes before we start. We've got an Aussie, a Brit, and a Canadian on this podcast. We're, we're, cover, we're covering all bases. <laughs> inclusive. We're inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> so, Katie, can I start with you? Can you give everyone, you know, your bio in your own words? <laughs> um, right, so my bio in my own words. I thought my bio would always be the same because it, it a big chunk of my bio was with a mega brand um with Tony and Guy both in the UK and uh and in Australia um but I come from a hairdressing background and my dad's a hairdresser still a hairdresser because I think it's one of those professions you don't um ever leave so hairdressing background yeah um from the UK and then came to Australia and yes, with, with Tony and Guy for 15 years, I have had my finger in every pie. I have had a salon, had a salon for nine years, a Tony and Guy franchise, which was amazing. I have been um, spent about seven years as a national creative director for Tony and Guy Australia. I have um, been part of teams that have won awards. I have won an award myself, New South Wales Hedgers of the Year. Um, and oh. <laughs> I should have got my uh, trophy. <laughs> it's collecting dust somewhere. Um, but yeah, and I so I've done the I've done the the creative, I've done the salon owner, um, I've been a team member obviously for many years. Um, and then the re- my recent career is moving through into the education space, which I've had my kind of toes in for, well, fingers and toes now. Look, I've moved down the body. I'm now down to the toes. The toes are now in the education space. And that's been about 16 years. But um, I'm kind of more more involved with that now. And now I'm an indie, indie hairdresser. I'm an independent young hairdresser. So it's at the start of my career again. Yeah, baby, bring it on. <laughs> uh, Remo, are you going to share your career history with us? Oh, where do I? How much I, time I have we got? Exactly. 
Well, first of all, Haley, it's an honor to be with you. I mean, yeah, I've, like you said, we've worked together a long time for many years there. We had a good time. We had a great time. It was a very interesting, it was a very interesting salon to be part of, to watch the rise and fall, shall we say? Um, Can I also say, Katie, it's an honor to be on here with you. I think you're super talented and I look up to you immensely and I think you're just incredible. So yeah, it's an honor to be with you both. Oh, here's me thinking I need to reach out to Remo and Katie, but they're kind of like mega superstars doing their thing. So I don't know if they're going to have time to chat to me. So I'm I'm pretty pretty humbled to be <laughs> on this chat with, with you guys too. And- oh, I'm super stoked. And Katie, I like that your one paragraph bio <laughs> that wasn't one paragraph. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, you'll never get one paragraph. I have all good intentions. You know that I have all good intentions of being short was, and sweet. I was like, oh, here we go. I know. Have you just chosen the worst two people to talk to each other? Like, we don't do anything short and sweet. We everything's long-winded and extra. Yeah, Haley, just turn your cam- turn your camera off now. Turn your microphone off now because we got this sorted. <laughs> I've got this, babe. But do you want to tell us, Rem, about your butt? Like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Katie, I feel like I've done a lot in the industry as well. Um, I uh, started hairdressing just out of high school. So I, I think 18 years old I started. Um, and then by 23, I had my own salon. By 24, I had my own product range. Um, and then things were just going for it. I just picked up really quick. And I think because I was hungry for it and I wanted it. Um, and I just said yes to everything. I think that's the most important part. If anyone is young listening to this and they're apprentices, if you want to make it and you want to, you know, move forward with your career, the only way you're going to do it is by saying yes to everything, putting your hand up and not whinging. Um, and so, Yeah, I think I just said yes to everything, everything I could take part of, anything, any award, any anything I could do, any uh, all the big hairdressers I worked for, you know, they were doing stuff, um, photo shoots after work or anything. I would stay and help. I would say I'll help, I'll help, I'll help. And I just learned. I learned. I learned. I learned. And I think that's the only reason that I I did really well is because I said yes and I learned. And and then at twenty five. I um, had a chance to expand the business and open another salon and I was doing a lot of work in LA. And I just thought at 25, I didn't, I knew if I put this all on, I wouldn't travel. Mm. So I I, had, I went through a breakup and I thought, I got to get out of here. And um, I had a bunch of um, friends that were in Sydney and I'm, um, I just thought I'm going to do it. So I left at 26, came here about, I don't know, 25 years ago now to Australia and uh, I think at the time it was probably wasn't the best move because, you know, you coming here, you don't know anybody. Um, mm. uh, it's, it, you, it's it got really bad. But then, you know, I said yes to everything. I wanted to work for a certain hairdresser that I thought was the best. And I climbed my way there and I got myself an interview and got myself a job there. Um, and I said yes to everything. I said yes to Fashion Week. I did all that stuff. And I just learned as much as I could from people. And um, and then I did all my stuff in Fashion Week. I did TV shows. I did editorial. I did weddings. I did, and then I got into education. And I just felt like I got my hands into every pie. And I love doing it all, but I think my passion was definitely being in the salon. My strength is being with clients, being with a team, yeah. being with other hairdressers. I love that. And I just love doing education. I love, 
I love having, I love teaching. I just, I'm very passionate about it. And so, you know, working with brands and, you know, being, being, being with great lengths and coming on board with them as an educator and ambassador was amazing. I've had a great run with them for many, many years. I love it. And now um, Katie and I are both ambassadors for Unwritten and we are loving it, you know, and it's just an honor to work with big brands like that. And, you know, now I've moved to Sunshine Coast from Sydney to be with my family and we've relocated and I'm kind of starting from scratch again, which is scary, but I feel like we've done the right decision. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great segue to for you guys just to probably talk amongst yourselves and explain to everyone what you're doing with Unwritten. Like if, if I were to say, I don't know what it is, explain it to me. You guys go for it. Okay. What do yeah. you want to do, Ben? Like, you want to start? You start. You start with the app, and I'll talk about um, the product. Okay. Um, okay. So, Rem and I um, were super lucky to be at the inception of of these chats um, with Robin Hayden um, because we know them through other various um, parts of the industry, and. There are, t- there are two parts to the, to Unwritten as a brand. And I think probably um, certainly with people that I'm chatting to right now, that's where maybe they're getting a bit confused. People are like, oh, I'm confused about, you know, your Instagram. Like, what what are you what are you doing again? Like, one minute mm-hmm. you're like, you've got an app in your hand, and next minute you're talking about product. Like, what's going on? And so I think I feel like this is a really good, we, we just need to talk to hairdressers. Yeah. I think, like, get us in a room with a load of hairdressers that's the best way. Like you, you can't teach someone stuff in like a little Instagram. I mean, you don't can't. even get started with the with all the education that you can learn from Instagram. Not um, so. You know, you got to face to face things that are always best. But essentially, Unwritten have created an app for the independent hairdresser. Now they are focused on the indie hairdresser because it is such a big movement now, um, and it's not going to be going anywhere. And I, and you know, a lot of people say, say you know, COVID's really kind of changed the landscape. I think it was happening before that. Yeah. Um, I remember even talking to my dad in the UK years ago, and he was talking about like renting a chair and and that kind of moving more into that sort of world because that's what his stuff needed um and it was all about like like evolution and I think coming from a big brand I I thought that was quite a that was only for session stylists right session stylists were self-employed and independent um, because they were moving around all the time but they didn't need any they just invoiced and they they didn't need a management system in their hand um, but then all of a sudden I became an, an independent hairdresser. I rent a chair in Chroma, just where I live. And I, I work also in a salon in the city, an academy salon. And, um, I, I need my life in an app. I need it on my phone. Um, I need it to sync in, um, with my calendar and I need to be able to respond to people as and when things come through. Um, Another thing that started really stressing me out when I first became an independent hairdresser is that people will text me for an appointment. They will Instagram me. They will Facebook message me. They will call me. They will leave a message. They will, like, I was so overwhelmed with all the different ways. I actually started, like, 
actually not opening text messages and I'll just leave them sat there. And I was like, I'll do them when I have to give myself a kind of office day. And I was like, I can't run a business like that, Katie. Like, I don't have a receptionist. Used to have a receptionist. Like, yeah, like we'll fill out Katie's column and, and get it all perfect. And now it's up to me. And so Unwritten is an app for independent hairdressers. It's a appointment booking tool. It is also a um, place where we can retail. Okay, so we can either retail um, products that we have and we are part of. So like I have Label M that um, I want to retail to my clients when they're styling products. And so I can have those and input them into the app. We also have unwritten products. So unwritten have um, designed, and Rem's going to talk about it, a, a small amount of products that are amazing and they are on there. Other amazing thing about this is that we can remotely fulfill people's retail. So number one, we can be making appointments. We, we use this to check our clients out. We use with Stripe, eventually we'll just tap phone to phone. Couldn't be easier. It's got colors on it. It's like got pictures on it. It's all the things hairdressers want. Oh, what um, I loved when you cut my hair um, probably a couple of months ago, and you were like, let, and you were saying to me, let me just show you how this works. Yeah. And then as I'm checking out, like I get a text message, all I've got to do is hit a link in the text message. It syncs to my Apple Pay. I double click on the side of my phone and that's it. We're done. Yeah. Contactless. Yeah. Like, and I was like, wow, that's blown my mind. I love yeah. that. And it also means that um, I can send a bill when someone's left. Like, you know, um, I might... God forbid this happens, you know, every, all the every, internet's down or something. It doesn't matter. Like I could literally at the end of the day, send bills to all my clients. They can pay on Apple pay. We also have now a terminal, so you can just tap to tap. Um, but one of the really special things about this, like there are obviously apps that you can make appointments on. Um, one of the special things about this is that I can, my clients can message me and I can be on holiday I wish I can be on holiday <laughs> and my client, you know, Janet can text me and be like, I really need some shampoo. Um, I've run out. Sorry, I didn't get you before your holiday. I can literally jump on, order their products and send, get it shipped to their door. They don't have to come in. They don't have to transact with me with regards to money. I can, I can remotely fill all their product needs from the warehouse. So um, the app will facilitate all of that for me. I can make money when I'm not even working. I could do it at midnight if I ever stayed up that late anymore. But it's just <laughs> like, we just we just need all this capability. We need all of these options because we're self-employed and we're completely um, dependent on ourselves and if my business doesn't success isn't a success now i only have myself to blame i used to have a salon i used to have apprentices mm -hmm. not that i blame them but it's like it was a team thing now i'm i'm responsible for my own well-being my family putting money in the bank um being able to do the things i want and um this is really going to change independent hairdressers day evening lifestyle you know, bank balance. Um, and, you know, the reality is this this is what we need now. So that's the app. Amazing. Yeah. 
Remo, share share your piece with us. Ah, oh, Katie, good good one. Very very well explained. Um, basically, yeah, being an indie hairdresser, the 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 meaning of that is being a freelance hairdresser. And with Unwritten, what they've created here is something that no one else has done before. I think that's the most important thing we have to remember here. No one has ever gone for the 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 freelance hairdresser people. No one looks out. No one's no brand product brands unless you're successful. Um, and you get to a level like Katie and I are, where a brand will sponsor you. You know, but that that rarely happens, and you've got to be very high up for that to happen, to be a freelancer for a product brand to sponsor you. That's very top level. So majority of freelancers, the 95% of freelancers have no one looking after them. Mm-hmm. So that's the big thing with Unwritten as they've come on board and they've seen a huge hole in the market for indie hairdressers. So as indie hairdresser, you're supplying your own color, your own product, all of that stuff. There's no one doing that for you. If you want to supply different product brands, you have to go to the product store and buy it yourself and then have it on stock with you, carry your stock. And when your clients want to send, give it to you, you've got to sell it to them there and give it, it. It's a long process. And what Unwritten Done is cut out all of that for you as an indie. So basically, you don't have to carry any stock Everything is done via the app. Not only have was I able to help Unwritten create their own product brand, I was part of the formulation team with the smells and the textures and the hold and, and all of that, which was really an honor for them to ask us to be part of that. Um, it's also, you can also fill the app with all of your own products. So everything that you carry, your brushes you want to sell, capes you want to sell, clips, all of that stuff you can put into the app as well. So not only are you selling the Unwritten product, you're selling anything else you want. And, yeah. you know, and there's other brand, there's other product brands now that are, that are, you know, like I'm with Labia Sistique and Labia Sistique, they, they, I don't have to carry any stock as well now. I can order it and it goes from the warehouse to my client now. So that's the big difference with this whole un, unwritten product, an unwritten app is that it's really catering to freelancers and we don't have to carry stock anymore. I think that's one of the most important brands with this, with this brand is, is the stock. There's yeah. no stock. And I think that was a big problem. I remember when I was running around with my bags and doing hair at hotels for people and, and on set and stuff like that. And you're carrying a huge suitcase full of stuff. And it's just too much. It really is too much. And this just simplifies your life. Like, like Katie described with the app, the booking system, it's all on there. It's it's linked to Stripe. So there's no machine. And it's you tap the card, you get the money directly to you. And like she said, you're making money when you're on holiday. I think the big thing with Unwritten is, you know, part of their sales when you when you're when you're an indie and you're selling stuff um, with this app, you're also you're obviously getting a commission, which is great um, because a lot of salons don't do that anymore. Now it's really kind of fading out. You've got to have these massive targets to actually make commission now. And so now with this product, when you sell it, you get a bit of commission on every product you sell. What else Unwritten has done is as a whole brand whatever everyone else has sold, you also get a commission of that. So they're not taking all the money for themselves. Right. They're giving back to the Indies. That's mm-hmm. one of the major things of being part of this brand is, is like Katie said, I can be on holiday and I can be making money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, Sorry, Karen. Oh, no, you, no, I want you to speak, Katie. Um, I think, um, and I, I, th- I think session, session stylists have always had a really... Um, elevated level of um 
I've always wanted to be a session stylist. And I think I'm very similar to you, Rem. I've actually, now I'm, you know, in my 40s and I've worked on the floor and then I come away from that. And then I, I, I think I'm valuable with clients as well. I don't think, I'm not a session stylist. I think I wanted to be, it always seemed a bit like famous hairdressers and a bit totally. like, yeah. um, but I don't, I, I don't think that's actually where I'm, um, that's not where I should be. Um, and I think they've always, independent hairdressers have always been session stylists and they've always been really cool, but independent hairdressers, i.e. people who have a salon from home or on mobile or, um, or are like, you know, they hot seat or rent a studio or, or whatever they do, um, but they're not employed, they're not cool. Like they're not looked at as being professional or, um, I don't know, good enough. They're like sec- They're like that secondary, like you've got session stylists, you've got people that are employed in like a cool salon and then you've got like, I don't know, bottom dwellers of, of the hairdressing that are, are freelance. Um, and it's, Really interesting um, because, of course, that we are professional. And one of the things that really did stress me out massively when I became an independent hairdresser was that I didn't, I wasn't recommending any products. Mm -hmm. I felt really unprofessional. And because you're really on your own. You really are. Yeah, I'm just like, they people would be like, oh, you know, I really need to get shampoo conditioner. I was going, uh, Okay, right. Well, if you can find a, a salon, because I've worked with Libby Street, if you can find a salon that sells this, or if you can find a turning guy that sells Label M, because they're the brand. You're giving I someone do. else the commission. You're selling like, it, giving someone else the commission. It's crazy. It's and crazy. I sold cheapskate. And I thought, no wonder we feel um, like we're not worthy because I'm not giving this full service. I literally exactly. preach to students all the time consultation, recommendation, do your job your entire job, which is not just the physical hair. You know, the, part of our job is is um, teaching our clients how to look after their hair, teaching them how to style it. Like, in fact, probably one of the biggest part of our job is how to maintain their hair. But I'm saying, well, maybe just Buy go from somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I, it's humili- humiliating. And um, so when when you know, we started talking to um, the guys that are written. I was, I mean, I've been hankering on, hurry up. I'm so impatient. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. When are the products coming? When are the products? And they're like, yeah, soon. We're trying to like, but um, because I just love it. I love the fact that I can actually go, yes, I can recommend something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I retailed last week. And let me tell you, for the people that get stressed about retailing, oh, I'm not very good at selling. When you don't have an option, it is horrendous. When you can just literally use something and then you have to put it back in the drawer because it's like a secret, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like a proper hairdresser now, but I think we do really need to change the landscape of um, of what an indie hairdresser is, and that and you people that have chosen um, to become independent are professional and worthy of winning mm-hmm. awards and going to all the things and being seen um just like just like everyone else well so, I, yeah. Think, I think yeah you guys have the balance of power now I think because if you look mm-hmm. at what makes someone 
in the in the eyes of the industry a successful hairdresser it is not what it was 10 15 years ago in my time what it is is what's your instagram following like what's the content of your instagram like you know have you got work life balance because if you've got all of those things you're shit hot um yeah. and that's why that's why i wanted to chat to you guys today because you know you both have incredible instagram followings you've become independent and you've carved out careers that really suit your life and it's not necessarily about the people that win the awards anymore. I don't think that's what makes you successful. I don't think it's what gives you notoriety. I think it's anything that comes from a smartphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think to be to be, to be successful and to be to be a you know is for me. I look at hairdressers that have worked so hard and done so much, and I look up to them. I think, wow, you've really works so hard and they're still working hard and they're still creating amazing stuff you know and it's just I think Katie nailed it there with the you know I think with a long time there was this oh session stylists were like the gods they were almost like flight attendants like oh wow they're so cool but really when you get down to it and you're actually there and you're working it and you're schlepping your suitcase from job to job to Ubers and taxis and getting up at three in the morning for a 4.30 call time and you're the first one on set and you're the last one to leave and you have, you're have you eating crap food and you don't have time to go to the gym. And it's just all these things. Everyone thinks it's so glamorous and it's not. Your invoices aren't being getting paid. People owe you thousands of dollars and you're chasing after them. And it's just like, why? I've done the job. Pay me, you know? Yeah. And it, it there's this whole glamorous thing about, wow, it's so cool. And really, when you're there, it, it's hard. It's really hard. And like Kate, I think the same thing. I love being in the salon. I love being with the team. I'm now with um, Edwards & Co. Noosa. We've opened a new salon there. We've got a good team there. I'm there. And then I'm also at Frey Studios in Marichidor, um, a couple of days a week as well with Renee there. And I'm just, I'm loving it. I'm loving being with the team and having that work-life balance. It's just, it, everything makes it easier. One of the things I remember from our days working together, Remo, was I'm just going to set the scene. So we, at the time, I try to think it was like maybe uh, 2009, 2010, and every celebrity that came into the salon gravitated to Remo. I don't know how you did it, but you had them eating out of the palm of your hand. And even if they had, they might make one appointment with someone else and they just knew who you were. They knew that you had this, bustling bursting personality that was so dynamic and then they'd make the next appointment with you and you had this incredible celebrity following and even now I see on your Instagram you're still hanging out with all those people um yeah and and I think that's something so special to bring to that indie environment because it's all about relationships and personality and Katie going back to what you were saying before like you were saying that the salon and being with people is your sweet spot but it's now time to make that work for your life, but make it really profitable as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've always, touching- I've always um, known Rem. Rem to me was always um, a, a celebrity hairdresser. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I very first um, saw anything about um, Remington, when I came to Australia, I was like, well, he's the celebrity hairdresser. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I reckon that, yeah. I'm loving this yeah, podcast. Let's, get, just, let's just know keep you. doing it's, this. Oh, you're so much more than that, though, babe. Let's not put you in a box, huh? Um, but, you know, when I get to got to know you, I'm like, oh, no, you're actually not. You you do tons of other stuff too. Um, but, um, 
I think um I think well that that's you know that's social media that's like all the the perfect lifestyle stuff mm-hmm. but I think um I mean I never actually ever thought I would work independently <laughs> in all honesty coming from a, a a big brand you know the family yeah. um which which is was the most amazing life experience and um I was just like you, Rem, like, and Dennis Langford says, said this a lot, you know, always say yes, always say yes. What's your first answer? Yes. You Mm -hmm. know, and you don't even know what it is yet. It's fine. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Because um, I still say yes. And I've been hairdressing 28 years. I'm still saying yes. I still do stuff just because I know that it will either make me feel empowered or connected or um or just give me all the good juices you know like sometimes I'm just I just want to be part of it and it's not about money but on the same thing I now being an independent hairdresser I'm really having to think about money (laughs) more than ever um and um well I think also it's because you've done all that hard work you've done all those freebies you've done all those celebrities hair you've done all those free photo shoots you've done all that free stuff and now as an hairdresser you can be like you can say no because i've done that i've done all that free stuff i've worked with those influencers for years and the celebrities for years and now you can say actually no i i i need i need a job that pays i need a job that pays yeah there's nothing wrong with that it's respecting yourself yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's a real change of your mindset though. I think it's taken me quite a while to get it does get there, to think of money. Um I've always been quite proud that I haven't thought of money. I've always it's like weird, isn't it? I'm like, I'm just a creative and I don't need money. And I'm like, Katie, don't be stupid. You live on the northern <laughs> beaches, you've got a mortgage, you've got two children. Yeah. <laughs> of course you need money. Like you do, I like you do nice things, you know, like you do. And, um and you work hard and you're worth it. Your your yeah. work is valued and you need to remember that. I struggled with that for years. Mm-hmm. You know, what 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 am I worth? What's what my what's my worth and how do I invoice and how do I charge? And you just gotta do it. You I mean you've done the work, you've done those five hours of, of of this and that. You've got to get paid for it. Yeah. And also the running around as an independent hairdresser yeah. now. Like you're doing a lot of running around. Like yeah. I mean, we keep talking about this balance thing. Where's it where do you find that work-life balance? Like I don't think, I don't even know if it's concept that I, I don't know. Balance, I feel like I, I I swing the balance my way and go, you know, I'm going to have some more family time. I'm going to take some Saturdays off and I'm going to do this and, and make my rules. But then I'm a bit of a yes person and I flip back into, okay, the balance is gone. Like, so I think consistent, I, I don't think it will ever be a consistent thing. But I, what I certainly have done is the really important things. Like I am not missing the assemblies. Mm. Um, I am not missing, like when I owned a salon, was when I was an employee, um, I would have to set bank sacrifices. For the big things, absolutely not. Like it's 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 a, it's a no, it's a close the salon book. It's a, you know, ring people up and say, would you mind like being flexible and moving around and, and you know, that certainly has um, changed my life with regards to um, being a hairdresser and in the industry. And um, I think that's been 
been really important. And and bringing that back to the app, it's in my hand. Like it's so, I mean, we just walk around with our phones all the time. There's good and bad in that, but there's no, um, I can do things instantly. Everything's instant. I can make a decision and I follow through on it straight away. And because it's in my hand and I can see my column and I can say yes to that. Yes, I can do that. Or, you know, yes, I will do that and I'll move things around. And, um, or do you know what? I can look at my, my, um, sales for that week and go, no, Katie, you, you're not there yet. Like you need to actually, let's take that little break out that you thought you'd have. And, um, you know, or, or go to Pilates, let's, let's put you back in and, and, you know, so it's, it's got to work both ways, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I love those. I love those that that junior team when those young hairdressers that take their hour lunch break. <laughs> I'm just like, I, or, and they get annoyed when you pull them off lunch to help you, and they're they're 45 minutes into their lunch, and they're like, "Hey, do you mind helping me?" And I'm like, "You know what? Enjoy that break because when you actually do succeed and become busy and successful, you're not going to have lunch." So, you know, <laughs> enjoy that lunch break, because if you want to be successful, you do not take lunch breaks. Did did we listen to that when um, when we were apprentices, though? Like, you know, when we just, oh, my God, we're turning into old people. Rem. We're no, I, old. Never, I never took a lunch break. Even when I was an apprentice, I ran back, ate my sandwich, swallowed it and ran back on the floor. I did not take an hour. I did not take lunch breaks. I was there to work. And when I was running, when I was going up the ranks and becoming a a junior hairdresser and trying to be successful and become a senior, I just thought I'm at work. What's the point of taking an hour break and leaving for lunch for an hour when the Mm -hmm. salon is so busy and the team needs me? That's what the team player is, is sticking in and being there for everybody and saying, yes, and I'll help you rinse your color off. And, And that's why I've been, that's why when you say, when Haley says, oh, you know, these celebrities were gravitated towards you and people thought you were so wow and all that. It's because even though I was just a, a, a stylist, an employee at that salon, I treated it like my own. Mm. I cleaned it. I worked hard. I, I if There was a towel on the floor. Even if it wasn't mine, I'd walk by and I'd pick it up. If someone needed help and I was on a lunch break, I would stand up and go and rinse their color for them and be part of the team. And when a celebrity walked in, I would just say hi. And I wouldn't be like, oh, hi, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I would, I think that's why they gravitated to me because I was like, hi, how's it going? I, I was, I treated them like everybody else. I didn't drool over them and chase mm-hmm. them. And Katie, you've seen this backstage and on set and stuff like that. You get celebrities and people go gaga around them. It's absolutely embarrassing. And they kiss their ass. They lick their butt. And you're just like, what are you doing? You're making a fool of yourself. Yeah. You know? And and that's why I think they gravitated towards me. Because I I I I don't want to say I acted like I own the place, but I I I I I I I was I was happy to be part of the team and I treated the salon as if it was my own business. And that's yeah. why. I looked successful because yeah. I, I wanted, I, I respected myself and I respected the job. That's what yeah. it was. You're also authentic. You know, like yeah. I think, um, I think from working with you on, on a few different things now, like when you're on, you're like, you're on and your energy. And then you're also just, when you're not in the mood, you're like, just going to, I just need to just go and have a minute and, you know, stuff like that. Um so I think being authentic 
that's what you are. And that's why people oh. gravitate towards you. Thank I, you. Um, I'm going to need to do part two because we're out of time, but I've got more questions. So I'm going to, I'm going to pause this, but I, yeah. I promise to get you guys back because we've got so much more to unpack. So thank you so much for today. It was awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Haley. Thank you. I appreciate thank you, being part of this. Thank Love you, Katie. Yeah. Love Thanks you, Haley. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's good to see you, babes. Yeah, take care. <laughs> Bye. Okay.